The New York Islanders get their first win of the preseason. We'll break it down for you, including the highlights and some things that still need improvement. We've got that, plus a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And hello, everybody, and welcome to the Monday episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We have got plenty to discuss on today's show. The Islanders finally getting in the win column this preseason. But first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment about something we've discussed, or maybe something you'd like us to talk about on a future show, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on everything Islanders throughout the preseason and the rest of training camp and Everything leading up to the start of the regular season, which is in 10 days. So, lots to discuss here. The Islanders get off the preseason schneid and defeat the Philadelphia Flyers by a score of 2-1. to one. And I'll tell you, that is in and of itself good news. All the scoring in this game coming in the second period and... You know, there are some definite highlights for the Islanders in this one. First of all, the power play gets itself going at the first home game. Kyle Palmieri's goal midway through the period ends up being on the power play. Matthew Barzal and Brock Nelson with the helpers, but just the good news that the power play looked a little more effective efficient and had some actual chances throughout this game and and that is a big encouraging factor uh let's even say this they moved the puck a little bit better they had a little bit more uh command over what they were trying to do still need some work don't get me wrong uh by no means was the power play outstanding But uh, one of four on the uh, power play, and at least you get 
you want to try to get, if you have more than two or three chances, you want to try to get at least one power play goal every game. So the fact that the Islanders were able to get that was definitely encouraging. I will also say it was great to see Semyon Varlamov looking as good as he did in this game. He faced 17 shots in two periods and turned aside 16 of them. And again, that is just encouraging from a New York Islanders perspective. He gave up the one goal to Tony D'Angelo in the second period, but overall, Varlamov looking a lot sharper than he did in his first appearance of the preseason. And you know, again, you heard me mention after that first game that goalies are rusty. Their timing is off. You can practice from now until, you know, eternity, but it's not the same pace as a game is. And look, a regular season game has a faster pace than a preseason game, a playoff game even a faster and more intense pace than a regular season game. So, you know, practice is one level, the game is another level, and I'll tell you, this was great to see that the Islanders went out and got a better performance from their starter. And I'll extend kudos to Jakob Skarik, who turned aside all eight shots he faced when playing the third period, because, let's face it, it was 2-1 to one after 40 minutes, and Skarik was put in there to protect a one-goal lead. He got the job done. Another highlight, the Islanders limiting Philadelphia to 25 shots on goal. Not a whole lot of extremely dangerous chances, so the team defense picking things up, and that is something we really needed to see. One other thing to me, that really stood out. The game-winning goal goes to Scott Mayfield, his first goal of the preseason. Nice to see Alexander Romanov get an assist on that goal. But more importantly, you know, Scott Mayfield missed, what was it, the last 22 games of the regular season? And to see him out there playing well, picking up that goal, and, and just looking extremely comfortable in this game and and skating like that injury last year never happened. That was extremely encouraging if you're a New York Islanders fan because, look, let's face it, we know who the top five defensemen are on this team. We know you have Pelik and Pulak. We know you have Romanov and you have Dobson. And then you have Mayfield on that third pair with we don't know exactly who yet. But I'll say this. Scotty Mayfield, because there is uncertainty in that sixth defenseman spot, the Islanders are going to need consistency from Scott Mayfield. And when Mayfield is healthy, he gives you that consistency. And to see it out there on the ice after he had that long layoff at the end of last season was very encouraging, to say the least. So, you know, overall, 
a positive performance, a, a step forward for the New York Islanders, and that was good. Also encouraging, and I, I will mention this, Brock Nelson playing in his first preseason game was out there for almost 20 minutes, 19 minutes, 44 seconds. And he played on a line with Anders Lee and Anthony Bevilier. That's an interesting threesome. I wonder whether or not we will see more of that over the course of the season, or at least for the rest of the preseason. Remember, the next game is Tuesday. But I, I think we'll see more of that uh, line and see how well they click over the course of the rest of the preseason. So all of these things, very much positives for the New York Islanders from last night's game, and that is encouraging. We have got a few more takeaways from uh, the first victory of the preseason, plus uh, we'll take a look at some Islanders who may have a chance at winning an award this year. That and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. And it's Simply Safe. Your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is, is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home and can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, or door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash lockedonnhl. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So, a few more takeaways from this game, and, and I think this was a big step forward overall for the Islanders. Alexander Romanov had six hits to lead the team. Just keep this in the back of your mind. I think we're going to see a lot of games this year where Romanov leads the team in hits. And that, for me, was a very encouraging sign. Uh, Noah Dobson leading the Islanders with 22 minutes and 43 seconds of ice time, and J.G. Pajot outstanding in the face-off circle for the Islanders. The drawbacks, though, from this game. Still only two goals. The Islanders have now played three preseason games, and they've scored four goals. One and two is about as good as you're going to get with that lack of production 
offensively. And it wasn't just the fact that they only scored two goals. The chances weren't so much there either. 23 shots on goal in this game. And again, you only get two goals and 23 shots most nights. You're going to need your goaltending to be perfect or near perfect to get the win. I want to see a little bit more from the Islanders in that regard. The offense has to come on and, and do a little more. Atu Ratu out there on the ice, but only played eight minutes and 47 seconds. Nikita, uh, Nikita Sashnikov, nine minutes and 48 seconds. And Simon Holmstrom, who continues to get a look, eight minutes and 36 seconds. So the youngsters getting some ice time, but not necessarily getting a lot of it. And Robin Salo, however, who, as we said, was in the lead right now for that sixth defense spot, 19 minutes and three seconds of ice time for him. And that is indeed a vote of confidence. Wanted to go over now some players who have a chance to win an award uh, this year for the Islanders. And, you know, it's not easy. But I think Noah Dobson probably has an outside chance of winning the Norris Trophy. Now, I, I think he needs another really solid season to get there, uh, mostly because a lot of it is based on reputation and point production. He's starting to get the point production, but he needs to take like another leap. He would need to get closer to 65 points or more in order to even be considered for the award, and then the reputation has to sort of pick up. He's getting there, but I think he's probably a year away from being able to do that. The real uh, player that I think has a realistic chance at a trophy, Ilya Sorokin and the Vesna. Now, last year, Sorokin had a 925 save percentage and a 240 goals against average. The 925 save percentage, probably good enough to get him uh, into consideration. And I think this being his third full season in the NHL, I think he's comfortable and ready to sort of start approaching the level of play we saw from him in the KHL. So this will be interesting. I think that he has a realistic chance of competing now, you know, betonline.net ranked him third among the contenders for the Vezina Trophy. I think he is definitely someone who has a chance to be at least a finalist for that award. And, and you know, I think that would be great. Lane Lambert, uh, you know, if the Islanders get into the playoffs and do exceptionally well, he may have an outside chance at the Jack Adams Award. But uh, again, the thing about the Jack Adams, two things. Number one, uh, usually it's given to a team that surprises people. So I think that gives Lambert a little bit of a chance there. He is a rookie head coach. The Islanders missed the playoffs last year. If they get back into the playoffs and have a strong season, a nice turnaround year, 
Lane Lambert would certainly be a candidate. Uh, so that's a positive. But the negative, you know, that award has a reputation of sort of being jinxed in that you win the Jack Adams Award and then things sort of come, the wheels come off the following year for coaches. Now, that doesn't mean I don't want Lambert to win the award. I am eager to see what he puts together and how he uh, handles things. But overall, I think Lambert has a fairly decent chance of capturing the Jack Adams Award if, and again, it's a big if, the New York Islanders manage to get out there and make the playoffs and have a bounce-back season. Uh, you know, another one, one more thing I wanted to touch on uh, about the game last night. The Islanders, we, we talked about the team defense and how well they played. Well, guess what? Pellick and Pulak, not out there. You had Sallow, Hutton, Dobson, Mayfield, Romanov, and Parker Wotherspoon out there on the ice. So a good, solid defensive performance by the Islanders without their top two defensemen. Uh, I think that bodes very well overall for this team. And hopefully when they do settle down and get their final six, uh, this defense can play even better. Now, Wotherspoon had two minor penalties in this game. I think he is headed back to Bridgeport by the time training camp is over. But again, valuable experience that he's getting right now, and that's always a good thing. We have got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have our Islanders birthday of the day, and it's a current Islander and a long-term Islander. Let's see if you can guess who that is. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And Sunday was the, believe it or not, the 33rd birthday of, of Islanders winger Josh Bailey. Hard to believe because when Bailey first joined the Islanders, I remember his very first uh, training camp and rookie camp. He was 18 years old, coming up after being drafted by the Islanders with the ninth overall pick back in 2008. And now he is a veteran, a respected elder statesman almost on this team. Uh, so Bales, you know, more of a playmaker than a goal scorer, but he has great vision, sees the ice very well, and is seven games away from that magic 1,000 games played in his NHL career. All of those games, by the way, with the New York Islanders in 993 games so far. Bailey has 176 goals, 555 points, and 239 penalty minutes. He really doesn't pick up very many penalty minutes. Never had more than 37 in a season last year. You know how many penalty minutes Josh Bailey had all year in 74 games? Six. The year before in 54 games, four. Bales does not go into the box. And Bailey also had some outstanding play 
in the Islanders' last two long playoff runs. In fact, uh, last year, uh, in 2020-2021, rather, 13.6 goals in 19 playoff games. The year before that, 20 points in 22 playoff games, with 18 of them being assists. So Bales, in 71 career playoff games, 16 goals, 50 points, and only 6 penalty minutes. And the beautiful thing is that during the Islanders' two runs to the conference final the last few years, Bailey, more than anybody, has been able to lift his game and play even better hockey. We are going to look at one of Josh Bailey's better games with the Islanders. December 14th, 2017 at the Nationwide Arena in Columbus. Tomas Grice in net for the Islanders. Sergei Bobrovsky, the netminder for the home uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. And in the first period, it was all jackets. Zach Wierenski gets them on the board at 357. The only assist to Artemi Panarin. And it's 1-0 Columbus. Then Marcus uh, Nudevara makes it 2-0. His second from Alexander Wenberg and Oliver Bjorkstrand at 623. Later on in the period, Brock Nelson off for tripping. And Pierre-Luc Dubois makes it 3-0 Blue Jackets. Zach Wierenski and Artemi Panarin with the assist at 1552. Isles down 3-0. But in the second period, the Islanders come back. Our Islanders' birthday of the day, Josh Bailey, his sixth, from John Tavares, exactly five minutes into the second. Then, Casey Sezikis, his fifth, from Scott Mayfield and Calvin DeHaan at 749, pulls the Isles to within one. And then Bailey, his second of the game, seventh of the year, Tavares and Anders Lee with the assist at 1352. The Islanders tie it at three. But then, Columbus takes the lead back a minute and 11 seconds after the second Bailey goal, Seth Jones, his fourth from Cam Atkinson and Oliver Bjorkstrand at 15.03. And then Nick Felino, his seventh from Bjorkstrand and Wenberg at 17.52. Islanders trailing by a score of 5-3 to three after two periods. In the third, the Islanders get a power play. Oliver Bjorkstrand off for holding, and it's Bailey completing his first and to date only NHL hat trick, his eighth from Tavares at 7-11. That makes it a 5-4 game, but an empty net goal by Josh Anderson with one second left in the game, clinches a 6-4 win for Columbus. But for Josh Bailey, a magic night in that he got his first career hat trick. He was a plus one, had Three goals on three shots and played 19 minutes and 21 seconds for the Islanders. Kind of disappointing that Bailey's first and to date only career NHL hat trick happened in a losing effort. But Josh Bailey, we are one day late, but he is our Islanders birthday of the day and we wish him all the best. And boy, we are going to really talk when we get closer to that date uh, about the big milestone of 1,000 games for Josh Bailey. You know, Bales, for many years, underappreciated. Fans have been tough on him at times, but he really is uh, a class act, and uh, he's been a very good New York Islander and a dedicated New York Islander.
over the course of his career. So we have got more to talk about tomorrow. We will preview the game in Philadelphia as the Islanders continue their preseason and we'll have the latest from training camp as well. I want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.